Hey, this is Emily Milburn, Caitlin Atkins from Neighbours, and you're listening to the Neighbourhood Rewatch. So, welcome to the Neighbourhood Rewatch Podcast. Rewatch podcast. Uh, the award-winning... <laughs> yes, I did nearly mess up that too. <laughs> Less than ten words. Thought my... Words. my- Computer had stalled, but no, it was your fucking brain. <laughs> Sometimes the words come out, but just in the slightly wrong order. Uh, like two words we talked about the page, just about on the Patreon there. If you want to know about Patreon, it, get on with it. Yeah, get on with it. One pound a month, just fucking get on it. It's one pound a month. You won't even notice it's coming out, but we'll notice it's coming in. Uh, it's one pound a month. You will. Yeah. You're not sharing any of it. It's going in. It's going for your Range Rover. I, as, as a side note, I just want to say that my son has decided he wants a Range Rover now, uh, so you might have to share that with him. Uh, the reason he wants he's not putting any work in for this podcast. He keep he does come up with some. What's good in idea. the same amount of work as you do, Tim? Fucking hell! <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't watch the episodes either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the reason he wants a Range Rover is because it says the word Range Rover on the car. And that's the only car that does that. What says Range Rover on it? Yeah. You would hope so. <laughs> You'd hope so. He spotted it. If there, ever it says Range Rover on a Ferrari, it's something dodgy going on with that car. Yeah, it's a counterfeit one, I think. That's how you spot it, really. Uh, or if it says Rover Range, again, if you get those words mixed up, they don't always go all together. <laughs> I'd actually quite like a Range Rover with a Ferrari badge on it. I might do that when I get mine. I used to know someone who stole car badges, like like back in the day when you could, you, they were just DJ like, Luke won it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, used to steal car badges and then sell DJ them. DJ Luke. Yeah. Tell tell the story of DJ Luke. Uh, oh God, which one? What's the one lot. about him being a shit DJ? Oh God, yeah. So like <laughs> you go fucking hell. So you go around to his house, right? This is a neighbor's podcast, by the way. Uh, you go around to his house. <laughs> And he'd have like his decks set up, which is the the, the DJ uh, the DJ paraphernalia for uh, putting vinyls together. Uh, <laughs> for, for you made that hard work. Discs, I, th- I think <laughs> let's just say that jockeying discs. Jo- he was jockeying the discs, and he'd sit there and he'd do this mix for you, and you'd have to listen intently, like really intently. What sort of, would, what was he mixing? What sort of music was he mixing there? It was some generic kind of dance house music. Uh, but what he did is then mixed it with some more generic <laughs> house dance music. <laughs> which was indistinguishable from the previous track. So he'd then go, right, oh, did you hear that mix? Did you hear that bit? And I go, yeah, yeah, I heard it. And then he'd go, well, what bit did you hear? I'm, well, the bit where you mixed them. Well, what noise was it making? It's, you, I'm going to have to do it again now. Listen to it again. Listen to it oh again. And you fucking need to start from scratch. Scratch! <laughs> from scratch. Yeah. Who is this and why we just, like... I don't know why. through your bullshit is, is something else. But DJ Luke, what, one half of the Mix Masters. <laughs> I don't know why I was friends with him, to be honest. Uh I don't know. I wasn't as confident back then, so it was just nice to have a friend. I'm, <laughs> I'm not. I wasn't the overblown, egotistical person I am now. 
I mean, I haven't seen that full rise and fall. Uh, and rise again. And rise again. Or is it the fall and rise? Who knows? It's Yeah, it's full on roller coaster, isn't it? I don't like describing <laughs> it as that because it seems like a cliche, but it fucking has been. <laughs> so, yes, uh, we've been watching episodes of Neighbours. This is what we do on this podcast. Um, well, I watch episode of Neighbours. Adam watches episode of Neighbours. And Tim just shows up. Uh, and Adam hasn't watched all of them. They were that shit. Yeah. No, they I got through shit. two and a half. Two and a half of the three episodes, and then I got fed up. Yeah. Well, they weren't shit. They were just very emotional. Uh, the, the episodes we have watched are 3,740 to 3,742. Uh, we watched them on Daily Motion, Neighbours UK Fans Forever. Um, they're actually quite hard. You, you need, if you want to watch these specific episodes, you need to go on their playlist part of the channel. And uh, took a little bit of digging to find, but well worth it in the end. Uh, <laughs> no, because I, I, I feel like I've you. Are, we've asked all the, the the overriding theme of this season, uh, which is going to come to an end next week, is do I have any humanity? And I think I might have just found it last night because. Yeah, that was fucking hard to punch. <laughs> from from like the second go, it's just like, yeah, Mad, it, they might as well have just said Madge is dying. They might as well have just opened up and said Madge dies this episode. Because um, that, yeah, it's straight off from the bar. They're like, yeah, this is. Are you throwing pillows at? Tim just threw a pillow at someone. I was making all the effort to not disturb it. Grace was just talking right outside the door, so I loved the jumper at the door. <laughs> you were on a good flow then as well. I was on a good Tim flow. Tim just I, uh... well and truly killed it, and he won't have a clue what he's talking about now, Tim. <laughs> well done. <laughs> I, I was trying to avoid interrupting. No professional till the very end. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> See, poor Grace. Absolutely nothing. Speaking about poor Grace, you know, she just wants to to voice her own opinion or speak, you know, and then she gets a pillow thrown at her. Unbelievable, (laughs) unbelievable. Poor Grace. So anyway, Madge is dead. Um... (laughs) Not at the start of the episode, uh, but she's very close indeed. The Paris trip is off. Uh, she's back home because that's where she wants to spend her final moments. Uh, and Harold is uh, is having a massive, massive crisis of faith here. Um, as you, you probably would, he, he's like he, he basically denounces God at this point. Uh, Carl's trying to give him a pep talk in the kitchen. He's like, "No, fuck that. God's dead to me. Fuck this. He's done this to Madge. Fuck that guy." I don't want anything to do with him anymore. And Carl's like, fucking all right, okay. Um, Carl just kind of gets off. And he's, he's, he's got a hard enough job as it is. He doesn't have to defend religion to, to Harold either. Uh, Harold brings strawberry ice cream to Madge, but she doesn't really want it. Which, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> you on board for this, Tim? <laughs> which, right, to be honest, I, if I, I cannot if fault I, the guy. He is right. That is what happens in the episode. He's right. <laughs> I don't know if if what would you have as your last meal? If it if someone I'd, I'd be annoyed if someone brought me strawberry ice cream. If I'm honest, I'd be I'd I'd at least want some effort going into my my final meal. Uh, what would you have I as your really favorite? Eat anything though, oh. no, because she was almost dead. I'd still. Like, this, is, this is I the would, thing. It's not I'd a last still, meal. 
if this isn't a last meal, this is the only thing because she's circling the drain. This is like the only thing that she could probably have at this stage. It wasn't that she did she plan this. I'd still want someone to make the effort, if I'm perfectly honest. Even if I wasn't <laughs> going to eat chew it. anything, she was close to death. I horrible bastard. Yeah, I'd probably want a steak dinner if I'm honest. If you're going to do steak, you are dying. <laughs> I again, he he just wants the effort. He doesn't want Peyton <laughs> by his side holding his hand. He wants her in the fucking kitchen making a steak. And what he'd do as well is by himself. No, I'd I'd buy one of those. He'd claim to be the better steak maker as well. (laughs) He'd he'd be be like, this is how you do it. The very last meal I'll have, I'll send back for not being (laughs) cooked right. No, you'll you'll have everything everything delivered to you. Like, oh, this is all nice, little nice. Sip of the wine, and for the first time ever, you'll go wrong fucking pairing, lob it against the wall. (laughs) What would you like as your last meal, Tim? Come on. Play the game. Probably pizza. Boring. Yeah, you fucking, yeah, you do fucking love pizza. I love good pizza, that, definitely. No, you don't. You like pretentious pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, what would your final what would you like your final meal to be? My favourite meal of the year is pretty much Christmas dinner, to be honest with you. So I'd probably I'd probably go for something like that with all the bits and bobs and, and everything. I, I like I like Christmas dinner. I, I enjoy it every year. It's my favourite meal of the year, so why not have it one more time? It's not a joke. It's there you go. That's what. Oh, that's good. It's would you do the whole like? Would you get the Christmas crackers out as well? Wear the party hat. Would you do all that? No, <laughs> no, that kind of kills. That kind of kills the vibe I'm going for from my death what meals. To be honest with you, what a dickhead. <laughs> I imagine you, you know, would definitely I, have crackers. I guess that's what miss, that's what's missing from funerals. I I think he might have might have realised what he was saying was ridiculous. But only halfway through. He did. I think as he, he started saying that, it was a genuine question. But then it ended up being a pretty good joke. So well done. <laughs> you might lighten the mood a little bit. You never know. I don't want the mood. There might be a good joke in there. There's never been a good joke in a Christmas cracker, has there? There never has, really, has there? Do you feel like that's a market that's been sorely missed? Do you think we I feel have, like that's it... where that's where you get all your jokes from? <laughs> Uh, so Harold gets out the photo book and there's some lovely photos of when they got married, when they first met, and they just have a nice little trip down memory lane. Uh, the boys get back, Paul and Tad. They, f- Tad's fucking brilliant in this scene. He's really fucking good in this scene. He's the one who got to me. I I, I didn't think he had that kind of range of actor. And Paul's just kind of on the same level as that po- weird kid Paul always is. He doesn't really do that much differently. Uh, but Tad absolutely fucking turns it up here. Uh, Have you ever seen a grown-ups film or TV series before? <laughs> <laughs> this is for grown-ups. Because like we know you've you said a lot that like obviously you've got you've got the kids, and obviously having the kids. What comes with that is a lot of watching children's TV. I think this is what you're basing this shit on. Because <laughs> you you have spent... I mean, you, you were a child and grew up on things like Biker Grove and obviously Neighbours and things like that, where the acting was shit. Um, you now watch a lot of kids' 
programs with your children. Fair play to you. Go for it. And you and you are a big fan of the Marvel and things like that. Again, aimed at kids. Um, this is. I think this is this is what's what's been found out here. You have seen one actor showing slight emotion. That slight emotion, to a certain degree. That slight you have, emotion. You have claimed this as the greatest acting performance <laughs> of all time. It is. You, you, really you, you, you were about to say Brando esque, <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know what. Yeah, I think this is the problem with your your TV watching or film watching. I think actually you'd, you'd make a good young Marlon, Marlon Brando. Actually, now that you mention it. I think he'd make a good one. That that is what that was my point. Yeah, well done for yeah. for grabbing it. Yeah, um, but he doesn't show a, a slight bit of emotion. He shows fucking loads. I thought it was a really moving scene. Uh, this 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 uh, yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I think the problem here would be is if you I'm I'm going to reference this very slightly. You would have believed Amber Heard when she fake cried in the courtroom. <laughs> you you would have cried with her. You would no, have because, cried tears for Amber. No, because Paul and Tad had tears. Amber Heard didn't have tears. That's how you tell. Ah. There we go. I've clocked fucking clocked onto that one. Don't worry. Yeah. Don't worry. I'm learning and growing all the time. They were um, definitely real tears as well. Yeah. Uh so yeah, the boys, the boys show up and say their things. Uh then Lou shows up as well. Uh, Lou has previously just nicked Madge's uh, cookbook, by the way, because he's got a he's got a pub in uh, someone from Pub Perfection who who goes around and basically judges pubs and puts them in a little guidebook. Uh, he's come over and he's vegetarian and he wants a meal. Uh, and Lou's gone, oh fuck, my chef's just walked out. Never knew he had a chef. Uh, so he's like, oh, fuck, I need a good vegetarian recipe. I know. I'll go and nick Madge's. So while this woman is literally on her deathbed, you think I've got no humanity? Jesus fucking Christ. Luke Carpenter nips back to Madge's and goes, can I have this cookbook, please? Thanks. Great. Nick's the recipe. Um, yeah, so we can get a pub award. That's uh, exactly what happened. <laughs> it is basically what happened. Here we go. What actually happened? He had the cookbook already. He doesn't go back when she's dying. Um, I think there was a misstep. Maybe missed a couple of episodes here where there's been a thing about this cookbook. He does say, "Oh shit, this guy needs a vegetarian meal." Oh, I remember. There's one in Madge's cookbook. So she doesn't know he's nicked it. He's got the book already. She might have given it him for all we know on this in this episode as a present before she dies. We don't know how he got the book. We've missed those episodes. So you saying he goes back and nicks it? Is not is is a complete fabrication that doesn't <laughs> happen at all in these episodes. Um, he's got a book and he says, "Oh, Madge has got a vegetarian recipe in there. Let's try that one." He does. It's some sort of vegetarian spaghetti pasta dish, and the guy who comes in fucking loves it. What he does, he goes back to see Madge and he says, "Thank you. You saved my bacon. You, I used your recipe. It was fucking brilliant. Vegetarian and, bacon. Vegetarian bacon." And he tells everybody bacon. that. He tells everybody that Madge is a local legend and the 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 book should be a full on published deal sort of thing. So he's very respectful and it's re- it's a really nice, I, I thought, a really emotional scene. Nah, I give it two weeks before Lou's flogging that book in the pub. 
yeah, as a as a respectful, she's dead now. You can all have her recipes. The memory of Madge lives on. Nah, he'll be he'll be making a tidy sum off that live. He'll be making a very tidy sum off that. And all the all the profits will go to Harold um, and Madge's charities. Nah, he'll be taking it. You're just seeing the worst in people again. No humanity. <laughs> no humanity. Harold goes in. Uh, as you know, Carl goes in beforehand, and then comes back out and was like, "Harold, you need to go in now." Uh, Tim, I'm going to be honest with you. There's a lot of coming in and coming back out again at this stage. He's going to go for every single one. <laughs> Someone's going to be like the full-on hokey-cokey around this house. It's going to be <laughs> one goes in, one comes out, and that's uh, yeah. And um, and they talk about going to Paris. Uh, they have a nice little talk, and then just kind of mid-sentence, Madge just kind of drifts off. She says, "You should." She says to him, "You should go to Paris." That was her dying wish. Wasn't that her dream? I think it was. I think it was mostly hers, but they were going to do it together. So it was like, yeah. "Go with you know, go on, do it for me." Um, and then she dies. Cue sad music. They quite respectfully don't play the jaunty music at the end of this episode. They play a nice uh, melancholy piano got, version of it. She got the the end of credits death music. So fair play to her. She did, and not many people get fucking mint. Well, yeah. I, I, my question off the back of this is: We'll talk about the two other boring episodes where nothing happened in a minute. Um, <laughs> where would like? Obviously, you haven't mentioned this at the start of the show. I feel like you should have done um, the vote, the Erinsborough News vote for the top five male, top five five female characters, all that kind of stuff. Would you have Madge in your top five female characters of Neighbours of all time? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I'd also, I've also vo- already voted for her as top death as well. Uh, I don't think... I would definitely have Madge in my top five of all, all time. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I don't think, as far as like Neighbours royalty, you can't really you can't really top Madge. Yeah, it's definitely. hard not to just vote for the fit ones. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, speaking of the ultimate Neighbours vote, you can go to erinsbynews.com and vote for your favourite characters, your favourite pets, your favourite storylines, your favourite deaths, your favourite moments. Uh, of course, we are fully behind Nick and Caitlin Atkins. Never forget Kate and Nick. Uh, I've also voted for Bob as well as Best Pet. because uh, he's just Bob's dead. He's, yeah, he's dead. And he was a lovely dog. Uh, when does voting end for this? How long have we got? Are we going to do any any episodes about this? What, what are we thinking? <laughs> We've got a bit of time. We've got got a time. You've got another month yet before voting closes. So you can vote as many times as you want. So just make it part of your day. Get up and and vote. First thing you do while you make your coffee, just have a nice little vote. Uh, Nick Atkins, Caitlin Atkins, and then whoever else want from there. Vote for whoever Uh, you like, guys. We're there. That might be who he's voting for. That doesn't mean you have to vote for him. Okay. Vote for who you want to win. Do intro part two. Go. Well, I should do intro part two because <laughs> I didn't tell you anybody. I didn't tell you about the socials. Uh, I didn't even tell you about the new social that we've got. Uh, that's right. We're on TikTok. Fucking uh, hell. I know. Uh, I did get my teenage daughter to help me set it up and she gave me a few pointers. But yeah, we've been showing episodes of clips on there. Uh, been doing very nicely indeed. Uh, Episode of clips. That's episode of clips. There's been clips an episode of, of clips on there, Tim. <laughs> Same words. What were you saying about <laughs> different order? Getting easily distracted. <laughs> you just, Do you, you feel you... old having a TikTok? Because I feel fucking old with this TikTok thing. Yeah, very much so. The fact I had to get my daughter to explain how it works. 
I might get, I might try and explain to her how to be a host of a podcast as well. Because if she's knocked that out, then maybe she's the future and we need to kind of, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like Doctor Who, when it, everyone gets fucking sick of it, it just regenerates and you get a new doctor. I think that's what we need here. We need a new host of sorts. Oh, yeah, she'd be absolutely fine. She, she'd be a natural. Um, and Seth, and then Seth will be there in the waiting in the wings as well. No, he's you doing got... his own podcast about cars. Yeah, and what colours they can be. I hope, uh, his, I hope his podcast is called Pedo Watch. And what he does <laughs> is he just keeps an eye out. He just keeps an eye out for him and his friends. <laughs> so, yeah, you can follow us on TikTok, at Watch Neighbour. Of course, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, you can subscribe to our Patreon. Uh, a little bit of Neighbours news as well. Uh, this, as we speak, uh, is the last week of filming. Uh, Neighbours will f- finish filming on June the 10th. And that, it'll be in the can then. That's it. And have you be, have you seen the other big name that is on Neighbours? I have. The one. Uh, what Mike Young? His actual real life name though would probably be good. Well, you, you might know him as Mike Young first, or you might know him as Guy Pierce. Uh, I think most people have heard of Guy Pierce. If you say Guy Pierce, I feel like more <laughs> people know who that is than a fictional character from um, the 1980s Australian soap Neighbours. I think more people will know Guy Pierce. <laughs> I don't know. It's 50 50, if I'm honest. Okay, you might, or might not have seen Memento. Like Guy Pierce is in fucking Neighbours. That's well good. That is really good. I, I, I assume you've already tweeted him to see if he'll come on. Of course. Uh, Fucking lazy. You haven't. Lazy. <laughs> I went, all right, Mike, how's it going? And he would, he, yeah, he was like, it's Guy Pearce, dickhead. <laughs> I just I just Google searched Guy Pearce and the, they're right at the top of the results, three pictures and the third one's of him with Kevin Spacey. No, that's not good. He's probably got some good stories there. <laughs> well, apparently he, he says that Kevin Spacey was a handsy guy. Nice. <laughs> pedo or no pedo? Kevin or Stacey? Go. I want to say pedo. I'm going to say pedo as well. Uh, mainly because he's been tried for being a pedo. But then again, you are uh, innocent until proven guilty. Uh, Not in please, the pedo world. Um, please don't sue me, Kevin Spacey. Uh, but also, same, same time, allegedly stop bumping kids, please. As we said, Marge gets the, the sad music at the end. Then the start of the next episode, we get a little Marge montage, if you will. A magtage. A magtage. <laughs> a mom match. <laughs> that should not be as funny as it is. <laughs> just uh, some great match moments. Most of them just berating Harold uh, or just losing a shit with someone. Um, yeah, and then then we get and then then it's neighbours as usual from that point, pretty much. Uh, everyone's shit and boring. <laughs> Everyone's pretty devastated. Tad fucks off with uh, with Jess. He just gets the fuck out of the house, and then she shows up in a fucking really nice car. Don't know. What, I thought the, I don't know where the fuck she got this car from, uh, but she shows up in this nice fucking convertible. Maybe it's that. You sound really jealous. I was really jealous because she's like fourteen and a got a really fucking nice car, and b driving it around. It's a mum and dad's car. Yeah, but why is she driving it around? Borrowed it off a mum and dad. Oh, I'm not happy about this. I'm going to have simple, simple answers to all your fucking questions today. <laughs> Go. So yeah, Tad, Tad's like, he, he's fucking out. He, he's out the house, and then she pulls up. She's like, "Want to go for a ride?" He's like, "Yeah, fuck it, let's go for a ride." Uh, play by play, Tim. 
<laughs> uh, he's like, she's like, do you want to go to coffee what shop? What's he gonna do? And he's like, nah. I don't she says, do I go to the coffee shop? He says, no, I don't want to go to the coffee shop. So they go somewhere else. Move on. <laughs> so it's when they do shit. get, sorry everyone. <laughs> so when they do get to this somewhere else, have a little, uh, have a little bit of a kiss. Uh, Tad just kind of, st- kind of starts venting about shit, and then uh, yeah, just, they have a little kiss, and he's like, oh fuck, I shouldn't have done that. Would Would you say? Would you say it was a right old kiss up? I certainly would. It was a good old kiss up. Um, <laughs> Paul goes mad at him when he comes back. He's just like, "What? Magic's just died, and you're just fucking getting your end away. You're a dick." And Harold just he's just staring off into the abyss. Doesn't sleep all night. And again, he's just renounced God at this point. And you think, oh, you know, this is the storyline that's going to go on for a little while now. Uh, Harold's going to renounce God. He's going to question his faith. That you know, that this is the next big storyline for Harold. Uh, nope, because he has a friend come round, uh, a friend called Lindsay, who we've never heard of before and will never see again. Uh, he comes around with a Bible, and what is in that Bible? But a note from Madge. And the note from Madge says some things that I can't remember. But the, uh, the basic gist of it was, go to Paris, carry <laughs> on, just get on with your life, don't worry about it, you'll be all right, and go to Paris. See you later, Matt. Extensive notes, and he didn't <laughs> make notes of what was on the note. Let's talk about. Should we talk about some young love? And when I mean, we have to. I feel like there's nothing anywhere. else to talk about. Uh, and when I mean young love, I mean uh, that flicks too young for Joel. <laughs> uh, we yeah. spoke about this. We know she is. He's still twenty-two. She's still seventeen. Yeah. Her parents still aren't happy about it. No, but then Lynn does go around and have a little talk with Joel. She and does. Kind of, and then they kind of they kind of come to some sort of a, arrangement or agreement. I don't know. There, there seems to be some peace made there. But then at the same time, right at the end. So Flick's been looking for a new place for him to live together this whole time. And she's found somewhere. And she's like, yeah, we've got a view. In, uh, I've been to the view and it's great. We're gonna, this is where we're going to live. And then... Joel's like, well, I've not even seen it. She's like, oh, fuck it, you'll you'll love it. Don't, doesn't matter. Uh, and she's like, you are serious about this. And he goes, yeah, I am serious about this. They have a little hug. You look at Joel's face. He's not serious about this. He's instantly regretting this now. I think. Uh, well, that's the thing. Now it's moving in now, and she wants to do it. And she is still only seventeen. She is quite immature about anything. Everything she goes round her house, and it's like, oh, you're not being fair to me. I'm not. She's just a bit of a teenage girl about the whole thing. And yeah, she's smoking hot Holly Valance, but she'd do your head in after a fucking bit like they all do. I've never seen Adam so proud of a joke he made. <laughs> how long? Oh. How long is it usually before they start doing your head in, Adam? To the nearest hour. Yeah, right. So again, there's levels it. So however hot they are, they get a little bit more leeway. <laughs> so if you're if they're not that hot, they do you. Mark my words, they will do your head in a lot quicker than if they are quite hot. <laughs> If they're pretty hot, you get you get a few more chances, I think. Yeah, I think the axis on the uh, the hot leeway thing has started going the other way there. It's tips, on it? It's tips. It has tips. And once it's tipped... It's... And so, yeah, you've got the hotness, you've got how annoying they are, and then you've also got to factor in what I like to call the pedo effect. 
<laughs> and that's where it, it's got a tip. It's it's really got a tip the other way. It really does. It concerns me that that's third on your list. <laughs> I that's think like hidden answer any... city again. Uh, so quickly moving on from that storyline. <laughs> uh, that's Susan. the end. That's the end of the show. No, there's still a little bit of stuff about no, Susan. The reason. There Just made stuff that about Susan. End. No, there's stuff about Susan. We of course know Susan that had an altercation with Jess. Uh, Jess started pushing her. Uh, she swung for her. Susan put her ass down. Uh, as it came out, Tad didn't see it, what had happened. Uh, so the investigation was ongoing. They suspend Susan while they complete this investigation. And Susan's like, she takes it quite hard at first, but then, you know, she's got Libby and Drew and Carl Brown and they're going, you know, oh, maybe you can go off, uh, enjoy some time. Miles getting married in London. It's so, like, maybe you can put in some put in some holidays as well, as well as your suspension and just, you know, go to London, have a good time with Mal. Look on the bright side. She's like, yeah, do you know what? I am going to look on the bright side with everything going on with Madge. Let's look on the bright side. And she's, she's. I think she's a bit annoyed. Real life facts. I'm not, sorry for interrupting. Um, you can't go on holiday if you're suspended. You have to only got usually go in your holiday time. You can't be suspended and go on holiday while there's an investigation pending. Don't ask me how I know that, but I do. Okay. <laughs> What about sickness? Could you throw in a sick note while you were suspended? You need, yeah, but you need the sick, the sick note verified and everything. You could do that. Ah, well, the husband is a doctor. True. She could have got that. So she's, yeah, she's pretty much looking forward to it. And then he pretty much just get ruined by Jess, really, because Jess comes round because uh, of all the stuff that's going to happen with Tad and everything. She's feeling a bit bad about it. She's come round. She's got. She gives her a letter, and Susan's like, "What's this letter?" She's like. Just saying that I lied, basically. You, you're cleared. You can go back to work tomorrow. And Susan's just like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I had a really nice fucking summer planned and now you've fucking ruined it. Uh, but yeah, Susan's got a job back. She's in the clear. Um, I doubt we'll see Jess again at this point now, to be honest. Uh, she's kind of served the purpose here. Yeah, I agree. She's not going to be in my top five of female Neighbours characters. There we go. What about you, Tim? Even though you're not rewatching these and probably not seeing any pictures. And if you did see the pictures, they'd probably be too low quality for you. Hmm. <laughs> probably. Um, it's, like, it's like I was saying earlier, it's difficult to not just pick the hot ones. Because I don't think, I think if you're talking about favourite characters, I don't think even Susan would be in it because I found her annoying a lot of the time. But she is royalty, so you kind of have to put her in the top five. Agreed. Um, as with Madge, um, as with Libby. Yeah, and like, I, I've got the the problem that we've been talking about a little bit because I was watching this when I was like younger than 10 years old, looking at these super hot, like 14, 15, 16 year olds. But I remember this in a very, very confusing way. Mummy, <laughs> <laughs> wife, I got an erection at lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> I was more of a 535 kind of guy, to be honest. <laughs> Oh. Why did I get an erection at one thirty and five thirty-five? You're allowed at five thirty-five. That's, <laughs> that's, that's yeah. All gloves are off, or maybe on if that helps. I don't know. <laughs> Socks are on, more like. <laughs> Can I just say I've never seen the appeal of that? By the way, just as a Fuck it, no, you can't end the podcast. No. What are you yeah, doing? I don't know why you brought that up. 
Because it's a bit of a trope, isn't it? And like you see it in like American Pie and stuff oh, and all these like things. Neighbors podcast. Neighbors yeah. rewatch podcast. <laughs> Neither have I. I'll I'll agree with you. Neither Thank have you. I. Thank you. Uh Tim, can I take from your silence? You do like the sock. You have a favourite sock. Hell. Don't carry it on. Fucking <laughs> hell. <laughs> Wrap it up, don't Wrap you? can't up. see this audio, people. He's just sat fucking grinning. That's all he's doing now. It's like, it's, it's gone eight o'clock, isn't it? It's like, come on. We're done. We've <laughs> had a really lovely time. I hope all the listeners have as well. Um, keep voting on the voting thing. Madge's funeral next week. Fucking strap yourselves in. <laughs> I, can do it. I don't think we do a better ending than that. See you next week for the finale. If you'd like early access to the extended versions of this podcast, don't forget you can subscribe to our Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash neighborhood rewatch for just one pound a month. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at watchneighbor. And you can also leave us a like and a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, or wherever you get your podcasts.